Hello, and welcome to episode two of the TBHS Mic'd Up podcast. I'm Campbell Cox with my co-host, Doug Cox. That's right. We're ready for week two. We're excited. Um, week one went really well. We had a lot of uh, listeners. Yeah, we had a lot of fun doing it. We did have a lot of fun, and we're excited. Uh, a lot of good, positive feedback from week one, so we're excited to get into week two. So let's start uh, week two with last week's sports recap, sponsored by 307 Muggin. TJ and Whitney Shaver, if uh, you are needing any customized water bottles, they do just such a great job. You can get a hold of 307 Muggin on their Facebook page, get a hold of TJ or Whitney. They can do a lot of great custom work for your business or for your sports program. Uh, they do a lot of work with us on softball, some fundraising stuff too with them. Yeah, and they uh, made some mugs for us for um, Little Girl Basketball Camp for prizes for them. So yeah. Yeah, they just do a really, really cool job. They have lots of options for you. So you're needing a customized water bottle, get a hold of 307 Muggin and TJ and Whitney Shaver. Yeah. So we'll start with golf this week. Golf was at Buffalo. The boys team took fourth with a combined score of 672 over the two days. That was Thursday and Friday. Uh, Bodie Williams placing fourth with a 157. The girls team won second with a combined score of 571. Patience Patience Wood placing sixth with 185. And Alyssa Harshark placing eighth with a 187. Yeah, so looks like a pretty good weekend for our golfers there. And that Buffalo course is, is hard. Yeah. It's it's a fun place. It's a beautiful place, but it is a little bit difficult. So yeah, One of the tougher ones in the state, probably. Yeah, so I'm happy to see the golf team did had a good outing. And we didn't talk about this last week, and we didn't really mention it, mention it first this week, but Bodie's coming off of an ACL repair yeah. and obviously still shooting some pretty good golf. So that's exciting as he gets a little healthier and his scores will just get lower and lower. So yeah. excited for the golf team. Yeah. Um, tennis was also... Um, playing the, a lot this week actually the girls were in rapid but we don't have any results for them um the boys thursday uh played cheyenne south and they won three to two with um the one doubles of young and goalie winning six four and six two and the two doubles more and more winning seven six and six one the girls thursday did not play south but they played laramie and the one singles of Brianna Ketchum won six seven and six to two. One doubles Brooke Kendrick and Eva Gorsuch won six four and six two. And two doubles Tierra Tachik and Emma Kendrick winning six one and six four. So pretty good outing for the girls there. The boys Thursday at Laramie they did lose one to four, but the three doubles of Aylesworth and Lass uh, won their match six four and six four. Yeah, Coach Gorsuch had a little mixing up this week on some doubles teams and singles, so uh, it's good to see a little different group of kids together, uh, still getting out pretty good results. Yeah. Let's move on to girls swimming and diving. They were in Laramie, the double duels on Friday. Uh, they lost to Laramie 54-103 to and lost to Campbell County 71-108. to In the 200-yard medley relay, uh, they won second, Maddie Olson, Maddie Zock, Adelon Johnson, and Taylor Anderson. In the 200-yard individual medley, it was Maddie Zock won first, and Adeline Johnson won fourth. In the 50-yard free, Maddie Olson won second. In the one-meter diving, uh, 
Cassie Treby won third. And in the 100-yard freestyle, Maddie Zock won first. In the 400-yard relay, they won second with Maddie Olson, Maddie Zock, Adeline Johnson, and Talia Anderson. Yeah, so a really good Friday for the girls, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, lots of lots of high placings there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Saturday, they were right back at it at Cheyenne South, and they won that duel 103-75. to In the one-meter diving, we had Cassie Treby taking first, Maddie Be- Be- Besich taking second, Alina Wagner taking third. In the 200-yard medley relay, um, we had a team take first with Maddie Zock, Haley Walter, Adeline Johnson, and Maddie Olson. Third was Nika Vedic, Greeley Peterson, Maddie Bray, and Layla Ponell. In the 200-yard free, Maddie Zock took first. In the 200-yard individually, the individual medley, Haley Walter took first. In the 50-yard free, we had Greeley Peterson take second and Layla Ponell take third. In the 100-yard fly, Maddie Zock came in first. In the 100-yard free, Adeline Johnson second and Talia Anderson third. In the 500-yard free, Haley Walter took first. In the 200-yard free relay, um, we had a team come in first with Haley Walter, Adeline Johnson, Tensley DeGosta, and Maddie Zock. The 100-yard back um, was Maddie Olson in first and Layla Ponell in third. The 100-yard breast was Adeline Johnson in second. 400-yard free relay, we had a team take second with Talia Anderson, Greeley Peterson, Tensley DeGosta, and Maddie Olson. In third was Layla Ponell, Cassie Treby, Libby Smith, and Maddie Bray. So a really good start, um, or I guess not start, but a really good day for them on Saturday. I see I see Cassie. She's winning the, she wins the diving and then also places in the relay. So yeah. she must be a swimmer as well as a diver. Yeah, and um, those girls, swimming is hard. So going back-to-back Friday, Saturday, it's got to be some effort there yeah those swimmers they're in good shape they they work out quite a bit in the pool so yeah it's exciting to see that the swim team's having having a good start to their season uh we'll move on to football uh the bolts were at home against rock springs on friday night and boy were they ever home oh yeah you could tell yeah they won 49 to 14 and I came out, I was announcing the volleyball game, mm-hmm. and I came out at the end of the first quarter, and I think it was 35-0 to zero already. Yeah. So a heck of a start. I didn't get to see the beginning of the game. Um, I did watch the rest of the football game. Exciting at the way the boys are playing. We uh, finally get to have them at home and watch them and see what the players are doing early in the season, and, and it looks like to be, it's going to be an exciting yeah, season. Yeah, it looks, I'm super excited for um, all the games to come, but especially the home games where we get to show out and watch them and support them there yeah the student section was good the student section was they were neon must have been the yeah neon we were we were all out there in neon all out there in the neon yeah. and I'll, I'll tell you what i like i i really like the the cheer um coach pakula does a really good job with the cheer and yeah. and I, the numbers are amazing from when she started to where they are now what a great thing yeah. she's done with cheer and the band i love to hear yeah. the band it makes it a whole production um they had the a band out there. When the cheerleaders, they had little cheerleaders out there at halftime. Yeah, like elementary school cheerleaders, and they were looked to be having a lot of fun. Yeah, so it was overall overall the football game. Uh, really, really good outing for our the football players. They uh, lots of good talking points. I'm sure as a coach, they always coaches always are going to find something that they need to get better yeah. at. But 
but a really good start for the football team. Yeah, for sure. Um, Cross country was at the Northern Hills Invitational. Uh, Our girls team took sixth with a total score of 117, but we had some high placers. In eighth was Mallory Jones, and in ninth was Megan Doherty. The boys had also another really good outing. They took fourth with a score of 98, and seventh was Patrick Hardesty. So our cross country team is looking fairly strong this year. Yeah, a lot of a lot of good running. I'm sure that Spearfish course probably is a little uphill and downhill, yeah. which I guess yeah, probably, probably how cross country is. Not on the flat track. So exciting that the cross country team is doing well. Also, the volleyball team was at home this weekend, Friday and Saturday, at the Gillette Invitational on Friday. They went 3-0, and uh, an early Friday morning game against Bighorn, uh, two sets to zero, 25-19 and 25-20. to Bighorn was the number, number one ranked 2A team in the state. Uh, then they faced off against Douglas, winning two sets to zero, 25-12, 25-17, and then facing St. Thomas More out of Rapid City, uh, winning two sets to zero, 25-15 and 25 25- 15 and I believe those were the scores for that I was at the announcing those games and boy in those against Douglas and St. Thomas Moore the the Lady Bolts poured it on yeah I didn't get to see the St. Thomas Moore game but I saw that Douglas one and it was a fairly quick volleyball game yeah that's what we like to see yeah short quick sets yeah um again the Gillette Invitational was running on Saturday and our girls went two and one finishing third um, they started off against Scott's Bluff, which they won two sets to zero. They won those sets 27-25 and 25-19. And then they did uh, take a loss to Campbell County, but it was a three-setter. Uh, they lost the first one 22-25, took the second one 25-19, and then lost the third one 15-6. And then they bounced back against Rapid City Christian, and they won that one two sets to zero, 25-22 and 25-22. So that kind of wraps up the uh, sports recap for last week. Uh, great, great week for Bolts fans yeah. and Bolt, Bolt athletes. Everybody had a pretty good week, it looks like. Everybody, lots of high placings and uh, lots of good results from this week's sports teams from Thunder Basin. Uh, let's move on to this week's sports schedule sponsored by Western Services. Uh, Western Services has been servicing the Gillette area for over 50 years now. Uh, local fencing company. If you're in need of a, a fence of any kind, whether it's a yard fence or commercial fencing or an automated automated entry gate, uh, give Western Services a call. Yeah, they do a pretty good job. I'm pretty familiar with them. All right. So for this week's sports schedule, we have cross country at Riverton on Thursday, and we don't have a time on that yet. All right. Moving on to football. Big, big week for football. They will be at the number one ranked Cheyenne East T-Birds on Friday night at 6 o'clock. If you have a chance to go down to Cheyenne on Friday and support your Bolts, it might be one heck of a football game. Yeah, yeah. Um, Golf has their state qualifier this week, Thursday and Friday, in town. So that's good. Good luck to all of the golfers out there. On swimming and diving, they will be at Kelly Walsh on Friday at 4 o'clock. And then they will be at Natrona on Saturday. And it says 
time to be announced. Yeah. So tennis has a lot going on this week. They are up against Kelly Walsh and Natrona Thursday. They'll go against K-Dub at 10 and Natrona at 3. So if you can get out to go watch some tennis, definitely get out. They're pretty entertaining to watch. And that's at home, right? Uh, yep. Yep, good. good. If you get a chance, go out and watch tennis team. Yep. And then they are at Sheridan on Saturday. So good luck to all the tennis players. Yeah, volleyball this week is at Campbell County on Tuesday. So we need all our fans, all our student section, to go over to Campbell County. I, at I think six it's at home. Yeah. Oh, home. it is it. Oh, it is at home. Yeah. Okay. So let's fill the gym. Let's fill the gym at six o'clock on Tuesday. Yeah. All the all the student section, all the home fans we can get, get a little full gym for our volleyball team who's been playing really well yeah they're they're super fun to watch this year they are super fun and then the volleyball team will be at star valley invite on friday and saturday and we don't have any schedule times for that we'll try to keep you updated or you can follow their facebook page and coach martin will put that tournament schedule out um, as soon as she gets it usually you don't get it till middle of the week so i'm sure coach martin will post that tournament schedule as soon as she gets it yeah so be watching for that yeah now our next segment where are they now this week where are they now is sponsored by remax realty if you are in the need of a new home or if you want to sell your old home and buy a new home yeah contact the realtors at remax realty yeah and this week's where are they now athlete is going to be Gabby Droob. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this one. Um, Gabby attended Thunder Basin from 2017 to 2021, which means she was the first four-year class to graduate from Thunder Basin, which is super exciting. And Gabby says that one of her biggest memories there is just making so many great friends along the way. And Gabby played volleyball for the Bolts here, and um, one of her highlights was playing in the Volleyball State Championship. They did, took second, but uh, that team was really good this year, and Gabby also got All-State honors for volleyball. Yeah, she was also a basketball player and won a state championship in 2019, and in 2021 was the Wyoming Player of the Year, and also obviously with that being an All-State basketball player as well. Yeah, um, but Gabby, she loves track, and so it's clearly pretty obvious that she succeeded at track at Thunder Basin, too, and she won a few state championship races there and also was All-State, so she is a three-sport All-Stater. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. Not only she's she in three-sport All-State athlete, she played in a state championship in all three sports. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone realizes how hard that is to do, but that is hard. Yeah, it's hard enough to be good at one sport. Yeah. <laughs> and let alone three. Yeah, so uh, pretty excited about Gabby's Thunder Basin uh, academics and athletic career. Um, Gabby now is running track for the University of Wyoming, where she will be in her sophomore year this year, and she will be a physiology major yeah and i know that gabby up to this point and i'm sure this year too has had a very very um exciting track career she's done really well at the university of wyoming yeah we're excited we're excited to see what she can put together this spring and i don't know 
I should have asked her, and I didn't, um, if she has to run indoor track or if she does run indoor track as yeah. well. I th- yeah, I think she runs indoor. They run indoor and outdoor, so yeah. she'll get she'll get started getting ready. I know uh, when I talked to her before she left for school that they were going to start workouts as soon as they got back to school. So. Yeah, so best of luck, luck to Gabby this year. Definitely someone, um, definitely an athlete to for Thunder Basin athletes to look at and be like, that's how to be a successful athlete. Yeah, she was a great athlete for Thunder Basin. Now, this week, instead of a coach interview or a player interview, being that it is a Labor Day weekend, um, we had a lot going on this weekend. I had some work stuff to do. We had an interview lined up, and I couldn't get back from work uh, to get that done. So we're just going to talk about a few things uh, that were exciting this week um, in in the world of sports. Yeah, let's start with that um, Wyoming football game. What a win against Texas Tech, and that was one thirty-five, thirty-three. Not only did we beat Texas Tech, we also had a ex Thunder Basin bolt, Caleb Driscoll, and I believe score his first touchdown for the Wyoming Cowboys. Yeah, and that's super exciting. Super exciting. Yeah, Caleb's a beast out there. He plays fullback, um, but looks like maybe they're going to work him into a little more offense and let him catch the ball. Boy, is he a heck of an athlete. Yeah. Yeah. So it's exciting exciting to see the Bolts players doing well at the University of Wyoming. Yeah, and some of you have probably heard about what we're going to be talking about next, and that's super exciting. Um, the Nebraska women's volleyball broke the women's sport attendance record Wednesday, August 30th. Yeah, 92,003 people at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln to witness a volleyball game in a football stadium. So uh, that's really exciting, not exciting for women's sports, but super exciting for sports in general and that they can get that many people excited and and to come watch. You know, Nebraska has an extremely great volleyball culture. They're national championship competitors every week and just like a good school culture. If you talk to any Nebraska fan, I'm sure they'll tell you about it. Yeah, whether their football team hasn't been good for 15 years, but their fan base is extremely sound and solid. They don't they don't lose fans. Yeah, and Dad, how about those uh, Gillette College volleyball players? Yeah, that is exciting that they are first in the nation in digs per set. So getting our sports back here at Gillette College and adding volleyball. And our volleyball team is off to a, off to a good start, leading the nation in digs per set. Yeah, and I'm just super excited to have just college sports back in Gillette and into our community just in general. I'm super excited for basketball season, obviously, as a basketball player. But um, I think it's going to be really good for our community as a whole. Yeah, that's, you know, it, it kind of was a bad deal when the, when the sports got shut down. We are part of the... Northeast Community College District and partners with Sheridan or however you would say that when the Sheridan president decided to not allow sports. um, What a detriment to our college here. But in the end, it was probably in the long run really good because now we we were forced to, now we're our own college. We're not tied to anybody. We get, we get our own say, we get all our own stuff on how our college is run, the programs we get to have. And I know that our the college board and the college president are working hard um, to make Gillette its own college now. I'm sure it's not easy. I'm sure there's going to be some struggles. But 
the benefit that we get out of having a college and then add college athletics to that. It was a few years ago, several now, that LCCC cut their uh, sports programs, thought it was too expensive, couldn't afford it, and their admission dropped by like two-thirds. That's crazy. That is crazy. And so they brought their sports back, and now they've they've rebuilt their college, and that's the way the Gillette College was going to be. You know, that's we get to local college with local kids, but we get to bring in some great athletes, and what that does for our community is amazing. And most of our most of our sports teams this year, it looks like, have some local talent on the teams. Yeah, and I, that's where I was just going to go with this, is that like having a college back in town, the opportunity that that provides um, for local kids, um, one, potential recruiting, and two, just to see like what does it look like in a college atmosphere to play a sport, you know, and I think it just gives them great opportunity to kind of experience the college level a little bit. Yeah, and we were able to, luckily, lucky, luckily enough, to get Coach Neary and Coach Liz back as our women's and men's men's and women's basketball coaches, um, so super excited about that. The college soccer teams are hard at it. Yeah, they're already going. Obviously, the volleyball team's doing good. So uh, excited to have those those team. The rodeo team never did get canceled. Uh, that's one thing that they never did cancel. The rodeo team's been going strong, and Coach Leduc he always has a strong strong showing at the college national finals rodeo down in Casper in the Springs. We have a, we have a really good college rodeo team here. Yeah. So just the, the whole thing with Gillette college with them getting the athletics back is going to make our school and our community even stronger. Uh, Obviously gives as a fan or a spectator, something, something to do on cold winter nights. Or if you're a fan of soccer, you can go watch them. Or those fall. hot fall nights. <laughs> yeah, you can go watch them, watch them play yeah. play soccer. I see them. I went to work the other morning about five thirty, and the soccer teams were both soccer teams were out running. So, coaches got them them guys up early, getting in shape. Or if you prefer those air conditioned gyms to those hot fall nights, you could definitely go catch the volleyball team. Yeah, so super excited. The volleyball team hasn't played at home yet, um, but they are they're going to be. They're just playing some non conference tournaments now and. As soon as they get get those done, they'll be back in the Pronghorn Center where we can um, go watch them. And I'm excited to have something like that to go watch. Like you say, Campbell, it's just the opportunity for young athletes, not just high school athletes, but even young athletes to see what the speed of the game looks like at that level and the the skill set it takes to play at that level. Yeah, I know Coach Neary has had extremely good luck recruiting kids that have gone on a lot of D1 kids. He's extremely good at recruiting kids and sending them to the next level. Yeah. And I just remember going to those Gillette college games as a kid. I just loved it. It was so entertaining. It was um, basketball at a higher level than I had ever like seen in person before. And I, I just loved it. So I'm so glad that that's back in town for, you know, young kids and junior high kids and really the whole community just to get out and be able to, to see like what our community is doing through our college athletics. Yeah. And I think our whole college uh, athletic staff um, does a good job of getting their kids in the community, um, you know, getting the programs in the community to where people understand um, and gets to know the kids. So that's exciting. I think the coaching staff that we've always had in the past, and it looks like what we're getting done now is is exciting for our community. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. 
All right. The one thing that we one thing we'd like to talk about also is our sponsors. Uh, we talked a little bit about last week, so we had a conversation with the Thunder Basin Booster Club. So I think what we're going to do is just add sponsors that are already Booster Club members. It's not really a perk of being a Booster Club member, or, or wasn't, but it's just something we're not going to charge anything to be on our podcast. And so somebody that's already given to the booster club, we'll just kind of go through them and every week have a few different ones. And, um, I think just give those people just a little more recognition, um, for, for supporting Thunder Basin high school, which is what we're trying to do here with the podcast. Yeah, and our booster club does a lot for us. And so those sponsors are definitely a big part in that. Yeah. And they don't do just, just for the sports either. If they do a lot for the clubs, as well. What a what a great job our booster club yeah, has we have done. We a great booster club. Yeah, so if you are wanting to be part of the booster club, contact them online. Uh, you can go to the Boost Thunder Basin Booster Club and uh, join. Uh, you can donate your money or declare where you want your money to go if you have someone specific, some sport specific or some club specific, you can you can give your money that and that really helps the coaches when they go to summer summer camps or travel gear or a few things that the the players can use, uh, whether it's off season or in season stuff. Uh, meals. It helps helps with the meals. So anything you anything you can do to help them it's is good. And so that's kind of the way we're going to handle our sponsors. Yeah, and um, off of kind of that, after following to follow that up, um, we're going to be adding some, hopefully some pretty cool things that we hope you're excited about. We're super excited um, to be doing them. It's We're going to be doing some post-game interviews with the coaches um, or maybe just like some interviews for upcoming of the week, stuff like that, adding some interviews into our podcast. So you can hear directly from Thunder Basin coaches after a game or before a game. Yeah. I think that's one thing as we were kind of listening to episode, episode one, our first one, um, either Campbell, I, or we go to quite a few events, so we should be able to, it would be just something good to add. So we're excited about that. Hopefully we can get some players and coaches after a game or maybe even before a game to give us a little, maybe we'll get one during the week for an upcoming event and add them into our uh, podcast. So that's something new and exciting that's going to be coming. We had to order a little bit of equipment to be able to do that effectively. So uh, as soon as that stuff gets here, we will start doing some either post-game interviews or some pre-game interviews or uh, maybe just some short interviews with coaches about either uh, matches they've had or games they've had or or stuff that's coming up. Yeah. So if you know of any coaches or players that want to be on the podcast, you know, have us have them reach out. Yeah. So once again, we'd like to thank you for listening to episode two of the TBHS Miked Up podcast this Labor Day weekend. And hope to see you next week if you have any suggestions feel free to contact campbell or i if you have something cool that's coming up an event coming up that you would like to have on the podcast just let us know yeah and uh, you can reach out to us on either facebook or instagram so definitely go to that and we hope to see you guys all next week go bolts